On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Keith Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. I've gone to my, like, last couple weeks has been like all kinds of my football watching there is. And we got Jenny, Zach, and Matt in here. Hey, everybody. Hey. I got to tell you that. I've gone my Texas OU game last weekend, which ended up not good for me. But but before that, when Green Bay smacked the Dallas Cowgirls around <laughs> like they were nothing, wow, made me very Whoa. happy. I was sitting in the stands. I was sitting in the stands with my Packer jersey on, and it, we just kind of owned them the entire game. Were so you there? Just, or you, oh went yeah. to, you went to the yeah, game. Yeah. And he's like still living off of it weeks later. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good thing. This is a soundproof studio, Heath. You can't say that kind of thing around here. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah you can't let hear you. I have no fear. No, what was you the don't. reception in the stadium uh, for you or uh, against you? I guess I would rather. Not support. great. Didn't have many friends there. <laughs> oh, Pretty yeah. alone. It's kind of hard to be. Ma- I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to do. I mean, they they weren't any good. It's they're, low, they're not. It's any lonely good. at the top. Yeah, it really is. I mean, Aaron Rodgers owns them and that stadium. Yeah. It's just how it is. And but I got to tell. You. So I've been to both that with Texas OU, mm-hmm. Texas lost, and Dallas and, and Green Bay. I I don't think I care about going to stadiums to watch sports events anymore. Oh, you're, what? you're officially yeah. old enough where you're over the stadium I just, experience. I really enjoy watching the game and I can do it better from my home. <laughs> True. Oh wow. Like, like sitting at home watching TV. Uh-huh. I don't miss half of a quarter trying to go to the bathroom and wait in line for an hour. True that. You know, and, and you know, so you actually get to watch the game. I, I really just think I enjoy it more, not barreling in with people. You go in and out. You always want to leave early so you can try to get out of there. I think it's you need just, to be in the suite with, yeah. with Ellen yeah. and George W. That's right. But then you're up there, you're going to be watching. Now, the Ellen and George G. Dove was. That, that, that wouldn't, that, wouldn't that have been a great place to sit in the middle of them, too? Oh, oh fly on oh, the wall. What would you do? Oh, goals yeah. for yeah. fly on the if, wall. If anybody didn't know, they had a deal because at that game, Ellen and George Bush were together, and, and Ellen had an epic rant of the, the day after <sighs> about being kind to people and how well, it was a whole thing because everybody's was giving a heck thing. about them two sitting these two, i would have given anything to sit between them two yeah yeah can you imagine how funny that conversation was no because she is so funny i mean they're both they're, they're both have got some character yeah, yeah. That, that's what i'm saying they're, i mean <laughs> yes. g-dub was a had, had lots of character to him as a president wouldn't you say 
I would say yes, character, yes. Yeah, not definitely character. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but, definitely two sides of a societal spectrum there sitting together, right? But, the, the, so he said, well, that's funny because that's on my, that's good to know. I'm glad you told everybody else and me because that's on my, I keep a running list of gift ideas for Heath and I highly recommend this, you guys, for your spouse so that, or for your girlfriend, boyfriend, friends, I keep a running list for like my mom because she never wants anything in the one time, like every three years she says it and then I'm like, ooh, I got to get it. But I keep a running list and that's one of my things that I hadn't done yet was a like big game, big live game tickets, and that's on the yeah. list. So now I know. I know. Scratch that one off. <laughs> well, there's there's those Buy things. Buy him a bigger TV. That's right. No, yeah. there are those things that are those specialty. Like going to Lambo Field, you know, was was epic. I, I would still, yeah. Um, I would still like to probably do another big game at a Lambo Field because it's just epic. There's those stadiums. No. Team. One of these days, like a, a Wrigley right. Field or a. You know, kind of maybe right. Go, I may go to a Super Bowl one day. You know, type stuff. But sure, I just it's not something I want to do every day. For me, it's 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 everything around it. If I could yeah. just be helicoptered exactly. into my seat <laughs> yes. in the in the stadium and then just like be lifted out, bingo, that would be amazing. But I don't want to deal with traffic. I don't want to pay for parking. I don't want to do. You know, I I don't want to have to wait in lines. Um, and the, and the, on the same page. Right. The few times right. I've been able to sidestep that, whether, you know, I worked, I used to work near Victory Park, so I had parking down there. So it was, it was like, okay, I can park for free at least and then go in and, and get around something. If I felt like I was getting away with something, I would enjoy it. But otherwise, <laughs> if I had to go through the whole thing, I, I, no, thank you. I'm not. I'm not down for it anymore. We're, I get we're, it. we're, we're hey, a tough we, bunch here on yeah, second. We are exactly. totally off the rails. We're five minutes into this. True. This is like when people spend five minutes on an ad and you're like, get to the point. <laughs> this is good content. At least we weren't promoting anybody. We're just yeah. talking about our own stuff, but we do it's have true. some good news headlines. Yes, our first headline this week uh, mental conditioning is the driving force behind Russell Wilson's su- success. I looked this up before we started. Russell Wilson is <laughs> quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, so this article is about Wilson's. Uh, mental coach, a man named, and I'm going to butcher this, Trevor Mowawad. Uh He's uh, part of Wilson's performance team, the people who help Russell Wilson kind of get ready for a game, which include personal trainer, massage therapist, yoga instructor, the normal things an athlete would have, but Russell Wilson has something everybody doesn't. Trevor Mowawad, who is a mental coach. His whole thing is behavior and visual exercises. He's an expert in brain training. And Russell Wilson is his most well-known pupil. Uh, their weekly sessions usually last about 90 minutes and take place either in person or over the phone. They talk about things like neutral thinking, goal setting, language, and the aggregate of marginal gains. Not a whole lot of athletes are doing this, but Russell Wilson is. And Russell Wilson apparently throws some sick passes. Uh, Trevor Mowawad said, I've lived in this world of mental conditioning for 18 years, and superhero gifts are not the defining factor. Elite behavior is the deciding factor. And you take people with average talent and great behavior, they're going to make it. So something different. An athlete who has all of these strength gifts, right, all of these gifts that are physical, but instead he's thinking about his mind. It's one of those that's perfect reminders so that if you're listening to this and subscribe, make sure, I hope you listen to the second shot sit-down that was released earlier this week. Yeah. Um, Because he he actually talked about being the life coach, and and there's a lot of these type things out there, right? And and, and the mental aspect of it is, is what I think is so key because... Um, whenever they see these big busts that were like the most talented people in the world drafted, all that, that busted, it's like, how do they do it? It's all because of mental. That Their mental didn't handle it. And, and you think about it, we, we practice and work like if we're doing anything, working out, exercising our muscles, keeping routine. But like the most important muscle is our brain. And really, you know, nobody really has regular routines of a coach to coach them with that thought. You know, I mean, nothing that's huge. Interesting. 
Yeah. So okay, so I so I hear this, and I uh, my when I thought of a, a second shot, my perspective went to the wavelength of we could use this same technique even when we're not in the NFL um, mm-hmm. if we are working on our accounting job and you know how much better would you be how much sharper would you be if you actually took yourself and your job that seriously right oh that's so true I like that Thank yeah, yeah, you. yeah because we yeah. don't we, we, we think oh you got to be Russell Wilson yeah to do that no you, you should do that you should have something mentally testing you no matter what it is and and have you ever noticed too like when you first start out at a job you are showing up. Gung-ho. You, you you slept the night before you're not going out you're not saying oh yeah let's go out then show up at work it's like no i have this killer new job that i worked so hard for i am absolutely not going out and you don't mind because you're so excited about this new job and say you know you pack your lunch or you get you know you've get, got everything organized you set your clothes out you're ready to rock it and then a year goes by, oh sure, I'll show up tired, I'll show up hungry, I'll show up, you know, You're not, not doing in my extra. best yeah, mental state. And, and then all of a sudden, you're not performing, not getting the good reviews, and you, oh man, well, this is no good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think that if, you know, you don't have to be Russell Wilson to take your job so seriously um, and to really like lean into it with that, that mental component that he has. Yeah. When, and, and I gotta tell you this, I gotta think about it like this too, is that. Um, a lot of times it's okay to understand if you're in that like if you're bored if you're listening right now and you're kind of in this oh crap we all go through it myself included with anybody you have your seasons the most important part is making sure you have the awareness enough to know when it is and do some change-ups and and sometimes you know what it's okay to want to sit around in, in 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 your in your you know, uh, getting cooked in your squad a little bit, as Zig used to say. You know, th- th- there's times that you need to have that, but you, have, you haven't brought up Zig in a while. I know. You got to have that awareness, in though, your squad. and get out of it. Yeah. You know, and, and make the change. And the changes are the stuff that where your calendar of, of blocking out in order to have those mental refreshes. There's times you need to unplug from everything to have the thinking. That's why great ideas come in the shower. You have nothing else to do. <laughs> it's such a shame the mental kind of mental health in general is just so pushed to the side for I think physical health right yeah, we're yeah. a society that judges everything's on looks I get it like that's our thing yeah um, but when you look at the back of a box of like you know cookies at the grocery store you see calories and you see carbs and you see starches but there's nothing in like how is this gonna affect your brain yeah that's how true. is eating this gonna mess with the dopamine and the serotonin running around in your head and like that matters and whenever people just kind of, I don't know, eat the same thing and don't get good sleep and, and, and don't really take care of themselves in that way. It affects you, whether you like it or not. You may not see it. You may not feel it feel it immediately, but it matters. It's a problem I've been having with my lovely roommate lately. I'm like, you gotta eat something green every once in a while because yeah. you just, you need to be, you know, a little sharper sometimes. There's nothing you, wrong you, with that. I mean, you're speaking my language. <laughs> it's true. What, I mean, what we put into our bodies and our brains does impact how we feel. Right. And, and I think what happens is we get in this sort of like sedated state where we're just used to it. We're used to being so exhausted. Your brain gets so, used to it. Yeah. So so mentally drained, so not sharp. Right. That that's just kind of like the new norm. Yeah. And so if you can take that time to refresh. rework, yeah, refresh, yeah. kind of like do a reset, and um, you know, don't wait until 2020 to do that. By the way, right. Yeah. Just like do it today. Starting <laughs> off cycle is almost even better because it's not the cliche thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll tell you this: you don't have to be Russell Wilson rich and have this expensive coach to help you with your stuff. Let me tell you what mental coaching really can be down to is it's what you're feeding in your ears. You know, 
what are you listening to? You know, I, I believe that listening to podcasts like this are positive motivation for you and, and reminding of things to work on. I think that um, anytime you have an area of your life that you're feeling like you really need to focus on, because you're going to have parts of your life that you're always going to be better at and some you've let go because you focused on the others, okay? So you need to go and get that book that focuses on that and be reading that and having those things all the time. Every time I get in the funk like I've been in lately, too, I haven't been reading as much as I used to. So it's time to go pick them back up and pick up those good habits again. And that can be your mental coach. You don't have to have Russell Wilson money to make that happen. We'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. He makes up words. She translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Okay, you guys, we have been working on this partnership for a while. This is a company that we've used as a couple, we've used individually, and now they are on board as a sponsor. So we're giving a big shout out to myllc.com. You used them back in the day, right? I've been using like when them, you first got started in business. I've been using them for 12, 13 years. It was the easiest thing in the world. If anybody's thought about setting up a company, paying big lawyer fees, they think it's a big you know, mountain of a task to take on. But with myllc.com, if you go on their website and you call them, if you're doing an S Corp or C Corp or anything, they're going to walk you through it. They won't make you feel dumb. And they're going to handle every process every year from now on from you, the stuff with the state and all of those things. So if you have any rental property outside of your own home, you need to have it in a my LL, in an LLC or an S-Corp or something in order to protect you legally if you're doing side hustles. You need yeah. to invoice them from the legal entity because it can protect you legally. MyLLC.com slash second shot. There's a coupon code 99MyLLC, uh, right? Well, yeah. All you have to do is go to MyLLC.com slash second shot and it'll give you $99 off, which is super generous. And this is kind of like a limited thing. So if you if you were thinking about it, again, you kind of started your side business, you're thinking about getting it going, or you've got a big business. I mean, they work with, with all sizes. It's $99 off. The other thing, if you're already on the site, you can use the coupon code 99MyLLC. Again, it's 99MyLLC from myllc.com. This is this is the company we've used for all of our different entities and projects. They've been so great to work with, and we're just excited to have them on as partners. MyLLC.com slash second shot. Go now. Run. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. I, <laughs> I was just what? laughing pretty hard because I was thinking about um, Brighton and and this morning when she was running through the house and she's like, Daddy, where are we? Where are we? <laughs> where are we? Which well, means, where are thing? you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, speaking and we played in hiding and seek and now it's fun. She had a vibrant morning. We also... Uh, I don't know if Brighton's in the best school education-wise. Oh, I think it's great. I don't know, you know, Uh if there's been robust testing done. But I will tell you this. I walked in this morning and dropped her off, and they were selling tamales for a fundraiser. And and that's all I need to know. (laughs) This is a good school. Some homegrown, grassroots, (laughs) down-to-earth education. Yes, I'm like, this is what I'm here for. And yes, we will buy some tamales from you and and leave Brighton here for as long as 
as long as you'll take her. How many dozen <laughs> did you get? Um, well, so apparently you have to do it online, and also what? other what? people can buy them from you, and if we buy the most slash sell the most, we get front row at the Christmas concert. Oh. Okay, hold on. Are we are we sliding into tamale sponsorship on a second shot? Maybe that's <laughs> what we should be doing. Yeah, <laughs> can we crowdfund this? Yeah. Who wants some tamales? That's, a very, that's dirty. Yeah. That's dirty. <laughs> that's a very good idea. Sorry to our actual paying sponsors. Yeah, right. Oh, gosh. I've got special interest in the tamale industry. I love tamales. Our second headline this week, why more than half of Americans hide purchases from friends and family? Oh, no. Uh, in today's world of online shopping, have you ever made a purchase you regret? Don't worry, you're not alone. Seeing as the average person spends over $200 a month on purchases they come to regret. A study of 2,000 Americans examining their spending habits and behaviors found that the average person spends a little over 200 bucks on unnecessary purchases a month. That's over $2,500 a year. Uh, there's a bunch of numbers here. 76% are guilty of making impulse purchases. That's what they said. Three out of four. Three and four also said they admitted to making financial decisions they wish they could take back. Buyer's remorse, which is always awful. Uh, in spite of thinking they've got their finances under control, 60% have hidden the cost of items they purchased from others, and just over 50% revealed they've hidden purchases entirely from family and friends out of pure embarrassment. Why do you buy something and hide it from somebody? Yeah. What is that about? Well, here's the thing today, like, this is not a new thing. Like, I remember my <laughs> mom as a kid, like, leaving what she went shopping in the trunk till my dad went to bed and bring the, the, there you the go. Stuff department in. store. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nowadays, this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping tags off. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing new. The, the, the thing about today is that. Jenny can't hide any of it because the ring doorbell goes off all day long with new Amazon package, new Amazon package, new <laughs> yeah. Amazon package. Ring like has five been a, of them a day. A blessing and a curse because when I was working the morning show, I would get home earlier. So I could really do the Amazon situation, have them show up. Mm -hmm. I get home from work. I unbox. I say, oh, this old thing. And yeah. then we move on with our lives. Nobody's the wiser. Yeah, but now he sees it on the ring. But also, <laughs> so my second shot on this was like... Who cares? Yeah. What's your shame? It's your money, right? You're yeah. the one responsible for those purchases, right? So why are we pretending like, oh, I'll hide that purchase? I think it's a little weird. Like just, everybody talks about authenticity. Well, I mean, yeah. shoot, have authenticity in your interests and, and your things you that think, you enjoy. But why do you think people do that? Why, why is, is it because is there a shame these days with doing well and with having yes. that? Totally. People like to play the sort of, you know, oh, oh, poor me kind of, kind of, Car. They do one of two things. <laughs> they're either far more extravagant and showy than their actual life is, or they're kind of like, oh no, we're just, you know, just this or just that. And I think it's silly on both ends. Like, it's just such a relief to just be you. Yeah. Be open about your struggles. I mean, I've said to friends before that, you know, some big ticket items would, you know, like if people are in Dallas, they know cattle barons. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, yeah, cattle barons I was ball. like, hey, instead of making up an excuse and saying, we're going to be um, in St. Kitts that weekend. No, we're building a house. We're getting a podcast going. We're we've got these business going. Uh, you know th this and and it's these are tickets the that are thousands of dollars. And while we do love to contribute to that charity, we would rather do that specifically as opposed to getting tickets to this event. And I don't have any shame in doing that. Like that's not my priority right now. So anyway, I'm kind but of. But do on you a, think a you've tangent. always been that way? Do no. You, okay. That's oh my gosh, you so know what, me. No, this I, is I new know. For that's, me. Why, that's why I threw it out there. So no, what, what do you think is changing? This is with why that? I can speak to this because I've definitely just. I just, I mean, money, there's just so much rooted in, you know, how we are as a child. And I've been open about us having this, you know, we, we had a roof over our heads and we had food, but I mean, we didn't have a lot. And I think that um, sometimes that will shape a little bit of your beliefs. 
and then you almost feel bad in a way when you when you do then earn money but but yet you had wanted it so badly before you had wanted so badly to be able to just like not worry if the car broke down and not you know break into tears when when a tire went flat and you thought well i don't know i may just end up here this yeah. may be it for me yeah. because I can't afford the new tire, you know, things like that. So I just think that, that money um, things are just sort of shaped throughout your life. For me, the change probably came when I, I don't know. I was just exhausted. It, it's yeah. exhausting to try to pretend to be something that you're not or to try to feign interest. And in I think something. a lot of times it's protecting you. You're, you're thinking you're protecting yourself. Don't of you think? course. Yeah. It's never done with. I, I think it's rarely done with ill intention. You're just kind of like, look, I don't want people to judge me. I'm trying to get through my life. Yeah. So people hide their purchases. And, you know, instead of just saying, yeah, so I collect Beanie Babies. But then you're, what of it? you're judging yourself as a person so much. When people are when, when people are sitting in a spot that you're like maybe overselling to the world, you're keeping up with the Joneses or you're doing the under whatever, like you don't understand how much you're halting yourself from actually getting to the Joneses because of the mental wear down of constantly having to keep up that facade. Oh, it's exhausting. Like, 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 like doing. You, if you're trying to keep up with that, you're, 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 you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul over and over, and like it's exhausting. Where if you just went back and owned who you were, people will have a lot more empathy. People will probably have a lot more support. And and I, I get tired of people that that really try to put that out there and be that. And then, like you said, it's like hiding the people who are doing well, then hiding stuff. You know, it's like, no, be you. Yeah. Like people yeah. need right. to see there's that that's wrong all either okay, way. too. Yeah. Well, and I, I also think there's a little bit of a, um, I, I think when you're especially coming up and trying to become more successful and trying to save money or whatever, I think there's a feeling that, that uh, you have to suffer on the way up. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so people will hide what they're really into. They'll feel like, well, there's always a better way I could be spending my oh, money. Oh, yeah. There's always, a, there's so always true, something Matt. else I could be doing. Like, I, I don't need to go to the nail salon. I need to I need to save that $50 and and put it in savings or something like that. And um, I, I, I feel like you live a much better life whenever you say, all right, for a little bit, I'm going to spend money on myself. And then yeah. for a little bit, I'm going to put some money away. And Jenny, let me tell you, you need to be sending that stuff to Amazon uh, shipping centers, you know, like at a gas station, they put it in a they put it oh, in a locker. Oh yeah, Amazon locker. Show up yeah. on the ring doorbell. There you go. You can get around it. Matt, wow. you got, Matt, Matt, you gotta kill that. Stop it. Whoa. But now that I don't wow. care, yeah. now that well, I, right. I've oh, yeah. released myself from the fact that in the middle of the day, or maybe you know, at two in the morning when I wake up, I might think Brighton needs some stickers for that upcoming flight. Bring. Yeah. I don't but, care. You know. Um, it right. is. It's it's exhausting to try to pretend. And to Matt's point, I think that you will enjoy the things that you indulge in more if you're like, "Hey, this is me. I'm splurging and getting my nails done, and I will continue right. with my investment or my saving for my business or whatever down the road." And, and also, if people business. are judging it, if people are kind of like looking at you, like, "Oh, well, she said she was, um, you know, saving up for that down payment on her house, and there she is getting her nails done." Well, that's on them. None your business. Oh well. Yeah, it's none of their business. Yep. None, yeah, that's what I tell you. None, and yeah. I think when you when you <laughs> he also says that when I just ask him random questions around right. the house, so that's fun. None, yeah. When, when you get to a point where you really start not caring as much about what others are and, and 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 take care of your own personally, like in your own household, how it is, you know, 
than than the the anxiety and so many like you will look at if you take a hard look at yourself and where you're at there's a lot of anxieties and things you have that are literally made up in your head of thinking about what other people think here whatever the people think there it's it's truly the weight the burden on your shoulders is you putting it on yourself mm-hmm. because you care about that like like i i'm not gonna put i'll never you know be sorry for the fact that i really wanted to make money okay I have screwed up and pissed away more money on trying things and screwing up and learning. It's basically been my education. That's the way I've looked at it. Um, And I'm not going to act like it doesn't get me down at times that I do something stupid and lose it. It does. But at the end of the day, the money and material things don't make me. They don't make who we are. I can make them again. I will go make them again. We'll try things. We'll lose it. We will go after it again because I'm not worried about what somebody else may think and judge. And, and material things don't make us like Jenny and I can easily bet it all on something, lose it all, and like pack up and, and be living in you know very you know very very little means to make it up because material things don't define right. who we are. Yeah. And if we did, we're going to be okay with that. So I'm going to challenge you that if maybe if you if you're looking at if you want to take a long hard look at maybe some anxieties or some things that are weighing you down, are you making them up in your head because you're worried about what other people think? Or does it really actually bother you and it's something you need to address? Because a lot of times the burdens and things of life are just made up in our head of what we are worried about what others think. We'll be back in a minute on the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, We've told you guys about it for for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around, but, but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month, and if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100, yes, even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's ogre, it's O-G-R-E. So E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. So you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code Second Shot. Pick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. It's frustrating because you all are listening and not leaving reviews when we have this many people <laughs> listening and still stuck at that amount of reviews that means you you are like literally going oh i hear you Heath, but no, i'm not gonna do it come on Maybe people they, they like, listen to me they like hate listen yeah. <laughs> like they don't actually like it but they're still listening all the time imagine hate listening through this many episodes of second shot imagine being that person. hey i love you for it if you're if you're doing that <laughs> keep those yeah. numbers coming <laughs> a play is a play no yeah uh, exactly i know rating and reviews are important leave a rating and review yeah come on now, run hurry now the other thing, uh, I want I want to explain like our 
www.myllc.com slash second shot. Understand what th- this can do. There's a lot of people that, that really don't think about it. If you have a rental property, let's just say you have an extra little rental property and you have it, you don't have it in some sort of a corporation. You're leaving yourself open to um, all kinds of legal disputes. And, and I understand because before, if you talk to lawyers and stuff and 1500 plus dollars to set up corporations, I get that. My LLC does not cost that much. And right now you get $99 off. And I want to say it's roughly around $500 plus 99 off. And you have your corporation set up, set you up legally. So if you're doing side jobs, you're doing anything, you need to set up your corporations. They do LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps, everything. And it's like a one and done thing too. It's not like you set it up and then keep doing stuff. The other thing I would advise too, if you're kind of like on the fence thinking, "Uh, I'm not sure if I really need this call them yeah it's They'll a walk super you it. cool like it feels like a sm- it's not a small business but it feels like a small community oriented business um because i think people think gosh doing this online i don't know but you could email chat with them and they've just they're just fantastic uh, the people i've sent to over the years that, that i've sent to use it they're like called and said man that was easy they just walked me through yeah. all i told them what i wanted and they made all the check marks for me so myllc.com slash second shot and you'll get 99 dollars off okay now since we don't have any ratings and reviews because everybody has we left do us have an drop. email though <laughs> we do have an email and I'm, and I'm a little bit hurt because second shot sit downs just came out and i was like okay ah oh, waiting people. waiting for something oh, man um go leave another and, review on that um, but it's okay because my confidence is not defined by ratings and reviews like heath says but That's it right. kind of is actually <laughs> so i'm gonna cry myself to sleep <laughs> we got an email from monica who I love her virtually through, you know, our online social media interactions and such. So she sent us a TED Talk video clip. She says, I saw it. I loved it. She's going back to watch the full video, but she couldn't wait to share it with her favorite podcasters. The question it brings to mind is that she thought it might be fun and thought provoking for the show to ask this question. Mm -hmm. Are you coachable? Because that's sort of what that, that, like I said, kind of like her, I don't want to play this whole TED talk for you guys. But the question is, are you coachable? And it made me think about, you know, uh, when you get a new colleague and they can have so much education and training and have this really strong resume. But if they're not there to learn your systems, oh, isn't it tough? Isn't it a burden? And isn't it great when you meet somebody, even if they don't have a, you know, a strong background, but they're ready to learn your systems? Yeah. It really makes them desirable. It's so funny. Do you guys think you're coachable it's in so, that way? It's so funny you say this because it's not that long ago I was sitting Is down. Is this with a question the guy. of the week? It's not the question of the week. It was just something, although we could Be have a great it. question. Okay, of the well, week. maybe I we should that, do that. Well, hold on a second. Yeah, we might have stumbled into a question. Oh, okay, good. Then we'll save the other question yeah. for next time. So I think I think when you talk about being coachable, right, the first thing you got to have is an open mind. I was sitting down with a guy not that long ago getting coffee and talking about, uh, I've been doing a, a little bit more freelancing lately, and yeah. I was just talking to him about. He's been doing it a while. How'd you get into it? Tell me about, you know, give me some tips. Maybe maybe catch a little bit of that success fairy dust he seems to have and, and, and you know, figure it out for myself. And he's he's been doing business coaching. And he said, well, tell you what, I need to get hours for training or something. Let me you, tell you what, you buy me a cup of coffee once every two weeks and I'll coach you for an hour. And that's what we'll do. And I was like, oh, okay, um, I'm not really sure what you'd, what you'd coach me on exactly. And he was like, everything. You're, we're right now, we're sitting here talking about this. Like, yeah. you don't. And I was like, yeah, but I don't. 
and like I had to, I had to really stop and think about it. Like, is this something I need, and how could I use it? And like, I didn't even really understand the function oh. of it. And now I'm looking back and thinking, you know what? That that may not be a bad idea. Thinking I may that not need be, it might be exactly not coachable. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, I don't need a coach. I'm I awesome. Maybe I, maybe <laughs> I do. Yeah. So yeah, I th- I think it's a great question. Are you coachable currently? I should be. <laughs> so so he wanted to do a trade with you. Uh, something like I mean, he just wanted to get together and and I, I just wanted to. to, to hang out with him the once and then he then he said you know let's I, I think I think he kind of took a shine to me. I'm I not, think I'm kind of a charming guy. I'm not. You're great. You, yeah. You're fantastic. I, I, I think he's, he's a super nice guy too so yeah I don't know. I'm not the most coachable person in the world. I'll admit that. Yeah. Now um, it's hard for me because um, it's also but it's easy if I have a respect for you. Like it's really easy if I respect you and what your ability is or what you do. Um, th- that's easy. But if I don't, it's very difficult for me to listen in that area. Did mm. you just burp? I don't think so, do I? It's <laughs> a, a, a little burp. A little burp. That's no. what Brett says. A little you, burp. Did, did I, um, <laughs> I was talking. How did I burp? deflate that answer. I, I, was like, I was looking at you and I was like, did I hear Could have been anybody. <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. I'm literally looking at you talking and you're like, did you burp? I'm like, oh yeah, I just magically burped while was, I was talking. Just, yeah. It was little. It was like very like small. A, Brian, <laughs> every time Brighton burps, she goes, oh, hello, burp. And um, then she she says, "Moose me." Yeah, excuse me. Moose me. I, so I, I, I have to uh, like I, make a conscious effort. Well, it's. I think that, and and this is not an excuse because I should be better at it. Um, but there's so many these fake people out there. They've never really done anything that are business coaches or that are coaches or that are all of a sudden all these things that I I have a high level of skepticism on dang near everybody um and and that's not a good thing this is not a good thing i'm not acting like this is a positive here okay i'm just Uh being raw and real right that that's where i go to and i see a lot of people that are these teachers and all these things that have never really done much and 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 i struggle with that they're business coaches but they hadn't had strong businesses themselves i understand i understand what you're saying and i think there's some truth to that and so if i if i respect you i mean i I recently had a situation that i was going to do some stuff um and then i knew better and i'd called one of my friends that that i do respect in a lot of ways and and he was able to talk me off of a ledge and Mm -hmm. and not do that and, and refrain and pull some stuff out and and he is one that i do respect highly enough that 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 I will take that advice on, you know. So, but I, 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 when I respect you, I'm I'm the best soldier for you. I believe. Yeah. But but it takes a lot for me to get there. Yeah. So on this one, I totally relate to what you're saying about people who haven't been in your shoes. Just uh, in news, they always ha- would have consultants. This is pre-recession. After the recession, I don't know what the consultants are doing now but um but pre-recessions tv stations would spend a lot of money on consultants and they would sit down with you and you know so being a journalist i would always research them ahead of time and what i would find out is that they never made it to the level in their career that i was at at that point in terms of on-camera work right so i'm like okay you and I both worked, you know, you worked in Billings, Montana. I worked in Kennewick, Washington. You worked in Tyler, Texas. These are small markets. But I was able to continue going on and moving. You stopped and became a consultant. So it made me wonder, well, what like leverage do you have to give me this advice? However, since this is, you know, your on-camera performance is a little bit like art. It's sort of preference. 
so that I would still get something out of the sessions, I would think, okay, they may not have done it themselves, but they still know what they like. Yeah. They're still just like a viewer and they know what they like. So I think those are two different areas. In terms of being coachable, I'm super people pleasery in that I, I lean to the end of wanting people to like me. Mm-hmm. I err on the side of, I want your approval. That's just, and I've got to figure, I still haven't figured out my exact Enneagram, but I'm sure that there's something about that that speaks to my Enneagram. So I do well when a boss says, here's a plan, will you execute it? Because I know at the end of the execution will be some praise. And so maybe that's like a very juvenile way of of doing it and being coached, but that is something that at least I've got that, you know? do you think that that's true or no absolutely okay. no 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 I, I agree with you no yeah, I, it's I not think, like the coolest quality it just is yeah. it just is I, me i think this is a big area for me that i have to focus more on and be more open to now I'll, I'll i'll be the first to admit that this is i definitely when people give me a, a feedback or idea my my first natural reaction is to fight it uh-huh. um and and i think it's because i want somebody to sell me on why so much right like i, I just want to be sold on it like and and, and so i'm going to push you back and i'm going to but sell me on it you know, and if you can't sell me on it, then I don't believe it. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. what about you, Matt? That's you why I read all these books and I tell Heath about the stats <laughs> behind them. You know, see, this is why. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think I, I'm probably in a middle ground. I'm certainly teachable. And there have been moments in my professional career where someone has come to me and, uh, you know, usually, uh, I don't know, a news director or a boss or something like that has come to me and said, hey, um, you're you're not doing this in the style that we want you to do it. Try this style and I'll learn it and, and, and figure it out. But um, I think a lot of this stuff comes down to I don't know what I don't know. And I, and I mm-hmm. haven't really had this experience with like a good either business coach or just life coach or something like that. And maybe that should be a goal of mine for the next year is to find somebody yeah. and work with them and just see if that's something that could help me. I mean, I'm sure it could in some ways. I just don't know how, how much and, and how quickly. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to find out. But I, I think at, at this point. There, there's definitely, you know, I have, I have a lot of that in me as well, Heath. Where I'm like, man, I, I've heard a lot of snake oil over, over, over the years, yep. yeah. And I've saw, yeah. I've seen a lot of people give interviews, and I'm like, man, I'm not really buying what you're selling. So sitting down with somebody who I can um, pay attention to and who I feel like has my best interests in mind and is not just trying to make a buck off me, then um, I think it would probably be a positive experience. I just haven't done it. So ask yourself, are you coachable this week? Go to the Second Shot Facebook group and give us an answer. Are, are you coachable? Can you make that happen? And, and myllc.com slash second shot will save you some money when you set up your corporation, no matter what side gigs or anything like that you're doing. Leave us a rating review today. 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 I also just had a girlfriend sign up for Energy Ogre. Finally. Ooh. Her bill was like 600 bucks a month, you guys. Ooh. I cannot wait. This is going to be the biggest wow. case study. I'll let you know how much she ends up saving on that. Um, using the code second shot gives you $10 off, by the way, or a month off or something like that. Mm. Anyway, JennyAndChondo.com. Please let me know if you are digging the second shot sit downs. There's still some room to pivot with these two. So the more feedback, the better. So I can just cater them toward you and make them really valuable as we soar into 2020. And, and we're just going to do an eight-week series yeah, on them at first weeks. in order to get to figure out what to do if we want to keep moving forward with or not. So let us know. Yeah. At Apple Zackintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, leave a rating and a review for Second Shot and then one for Second Shot sit-downs too if you can swing it. Right? I guess it's all the same, but why yeah. not? Just do it regardless. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> Uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker1, on Instagram, as well as in the Facebook group. I'm posting the videos for this uh, second shot, as well as second shot sit-downs. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun, but it's extra work. Please, folks, go and like it, and uh, tell us what you think. 
at Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire on all the social media platforms. I love you all. We'll see you next time.